Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, wishing you a Merry Christmas. And with me is my favorite, potentially figurative but mostly literal friend frank how are you today uh good i'm your literal literal friend i hope i hope i, I was gonna say santa claus oh okay um, but sure, then i sure. opted to say frank instead cool, 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 cool. Um, all right which made your introduction slightly confusing yeah i was like oh i'm, I'm figuratively your friend cool, cool that's that's no that's 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 cool well that's... friendship is an intangible thing oh. frank really only quite actually making it kind of figurative okay it doesn't okay. diminish the power of the friendship between us all but, right you know you know, it does. It does just change things, just sure. slight, ever so slightly. Well, you know, it it it, it works. It, it works when you believe in it. You know, it's it's the more you believe, um, the more it it's. What are you drinking, Tim? <laughs> I I don't really know where that was going. Frank, I loved Bros Oatmeal Milk Stout so much that I actually went out and got more no kidding um yeah so i actually do highly recommend it because it is like a warm blanket um you know or if you happen to miss oatmeal it's one of those drinks where you're like if i lived in a different country that accepted beer in the morning as breakfast this is a good breakfast oh yeah well i mean it is an oatmeal stout i guess so there there is that um that's great that's great i'm glad i'm glad you're enjoying this Um, i am so much you know, I really need to get. Um, I need to get more of the. Uh, I, 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 as of as of this recording, which is a little bit before Christmas, um, I have not had a chance to go out and get a bunch of like the Christmassy beers that I enjoy, which is a lot of Belgians and and sort of the 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 deep winter uh, beers. Mm. But but what I have been enjoying um, as of late is this really nice uh, beer from. From Great Rhythm Brewing Company, um, and uh, it is uh, their Holland Oats, not Hall and Oats, but Holland, like Hauling Oats, uh, oatmeal stout, and it is silky and smooth, and it's got this nice malt flavor to it. It's uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. So, I I am enjoying I'm enjoying that one today. That sounds excellent. I, uh, I'm gonna. Is that super local? Like, can't get it near me. Kind of local. You should be able to get it. Yeah, I would oh, think you yeah. can get it. That sounds good. You know how I love. You know how I love building up my seasonal beers in my fridge, only to drink them past the season. Frank. Yeah. So no. You know what? You get your hands on this pretty soon, and in February, you're gonna love it. 
<laughs> fan freaking tat. Although fe- stouts are still okay for know, February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking, like, oh, can't wait to drink the six remaining stouts I have in June. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. That's <laughs> why do I still have Oktoberfest? Yeah, that's me, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I have beer. I feel at this point in my life, I'm like, I think I only drink beer when I talk to you. Hmm. Um, so when I do this show, um, mostly that's because the beer is now um, in my office where oh, I record sure. okay. as opposed to being in my fridge in the kitchen. So it's just a different. It's like I don't open the fridge and be like, I do want this beer. Mm. I actually have to go to a completely different part of the house to get it. And gotcha. so it just, um, I just have changes this thing- the vibe. I have this thing where I'll, I'll buy a beer and then I'll, I'll save one of them to drink on the show with you. But, you know, the rest I'll drink whenever whenever I get a chance. And so I'm like, oh, I can't drink that one today because I'm saving that one for Beer with Geeks. And I'm saving that one for Beer Oh, gosh. Okay. I need to buy a whole other. I guess I just buy drinking beer and then podcasting beer. I don't really know what to do now oh, because I've yeah. got, a, got a corner of the like there's three of them here that I'm saving to to have on the show. And then there's a bunch that I, I guess I'll just have these yeah. for like casual drinking. I actually kind of did that too. I went for the like, okay, so you pick six, so I like pick mm. six, you know, like that that looked good, and I was like, I'll also get the omission or whatever, sure, as the whenever I feel like a beer, I'll have one. But then, like sometimes when I'm on the show, I'm like, I actually don't want the grapefruit or the IPA or sure. the whatever. I want the omission. I want something light. So that like plan just went directly out the window. <laughs> like, so That's funny. We try. We try. We try different things. It's fine. Frank, we're here with a very special Christmas episode um, because it's Christmas. And on Christmas, um, we like to do fun Christmas episodes. And um, I thought this time that we should talk about all of the Santa Clauses that have existed out there in the media of some kind that we might have some kind of exposure to. you know, here, there, and everywhere, um, because there, you know, what Christmas movies are or Christmas television programs are an essential part of the staying in the holiday spirit. And I think part of the fun is making them do battle with each other <laughs> and seeing and seeing who actually ranks the best out of all of them, because that's what Christmas is all about—finding who who is the best. Anyway, um. We have here Victory, a bracket. Blood sport. <laughs> we have here a bracket from uh, 10. Did I send you 10 different actors? I think it's voice. 12. 12. 12, yes. Um, like the 12, 12 days of Christmas. Exactly. Um, 12 different uh, actors, live action and voice actors, who have played jolly old Saint Nick uh, at some point in their career. And we, I want to say, who is the most Santa Clausy of the Santa Clauses? So I think that before we we go into what the list is, like who makes up these characters, because I could say, like, I don't want to say like what Santa Claus could beat up the other Santa Claus, sure, because that's a different conversation. But who is the most Santa Claus? Yes, of these Santa Clauses. Okay, I like these ground um, rules. Okay, so, but I we need to determine. Before this, what actually makes a good Santa Claus? Um, because we might have different ideas about what that is. And so I just going to need to 
Step away for one second to get a pen. So you talky talk. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is this is a good this is a good place to start because we should be we should be thinking of it. Yeah, not who could not who would win in a fight, but who has more of the the holiday spirit? Who has the glint in their eye? Who who? Okay, who, what you're saying? Wait, 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 you're saying you're saying? Oh, oh I'm things. sorry, I didn't realize you were taking so, notes. Okay, yeah, I'm. Well, I, I mean, I just came back with my pen. Okay, you know, because I'm I'm old school. Even though I have like all these computers and wires set up in front of me, I'm like, and yeah, an yeah, but why do that? That's when currently not being occupied. But I, but I'm going to use the pad and paper because yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, that's what Santa would do. There you go. Probably. So there you go. That's um, another one. Who would use pen and paper? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. Who? No. <laughs> uh, uh, who? Uh, all right. So what actually makes a good Santa Claus? You said glint in the eye. Yeah. You know, uh, glint in the eye, but more like they're jolly. They bring the the Christmas spirit. Uh, to they spread they spread Christmas cheer. The Christmas spirit. Okay. So that's a lot of things that are actually wrapped up into one. So they have a glint in their eye, which I think is a an actually important like physical characteristic of of Santa jolly bring the meaning bring the christmas spirit um um quality beard yes i think that's actually an important part of being santa um looks good in red mhm mm-hmm. yeah yeah there is an indistinguishable mm, you know do, do does this work do they have the look you know uh, there's the, there are the specifics and then there's the intangible as well um, I'm going to say good with kids. Mm-hmm. An important part of being Santa Claus. Earnestness. Um, earnestness. Yeah, right. The truthfulness of Santa. Um, good. Sl- uh, I'm going to say good sleigh skills mm-hmm. or like good with the or um, good with the animals. Slay all day. Animals. Slay all day. Yeah. Okay. I'd say that's a good enough. I think list, those are good criteria. Right? Yeah. Um. Maybe Ernest. Um. Uh, maybe uh. Charitable is probably the last okay. one. Actually. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. Because that's actually what Santa is all about. So. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's not just about being jolly. It's about being charitable. That which is actually part of the Christmas spirit. So I'll separate those into two separate categories. So we have eight categories: glint in the eye, jolly, quality beard, looks good in red, good with kids, earnest, um, good sleigh skills, and charitable. Mm. These are the things that absolutely matter in our um, in our lineup. So, uh, should I say who everybody like everybody that we're going uh, that we're going for in here? List them off real quick, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll we'll reencounter them as we go through the bracket. Excellent. Okay, so um, this is. Did you change anybody from what uh, the list I've given nope. you? All right, here we go. Then Tim Allen from the Santa Claus, Ed Asner from Elf. Richard Attenborough from Miracle on 34th Street. Alec Baldwin from Rise of the Guardians. Tom Hanks from The Polar Express. Mickey Rooney from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Kurt Russell from The Christmas Chronicles. John Call from Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. James Cosmo from The Lion, The Witch, and the Wardrobe. Stan Francis from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Edmund Gwen from Miracle on 34th Street. And Paul Freeze from Frosty the Snowman. I tried to be as diverse as possible, old and pretty new. Yeah. Actually, Kurt Russell's Christmas Chronicles are just in the last few years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so let's start. You made the bracket, so let's start wherever you actually want to start. Okay. 
Round one. Tim Allen from the Santa Claus versus Ed Asner from Elf. Okay, so let's just start with Tim Allen. Um, does Tim Allen Santa Claus, not Scott Calvin, but right. he has to, Santa by the very his, end. His Santa at the end. Does Does he have a glint in his eye? Yes. I would say that he does. He's really got like, oh, Santa Claus? And oh, like he's like, you know, like that whole he, scene in the embraces prison? It. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He embraces it. He he is he is a he's softened. He is his he's spreading Christmas cheer. He's got the glint in his eye. He's got the good beard. Looks good in red. Does he's jolly? Um, yep. Good with kids, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point. Um, he is earnest because that's the whole point of his character arc. In that, like from beginning to end, like that he is finally truthful in who he is with his with with uh with charlie yeah. and everything like that so actually so he is like top barks earnest at, at that point it's like you see that on display um he's fine he's good he's got good sleigh skills he's got a sweet sleigh actually yep he's got a he's got a, it's got a cd what? he's got a cd player no 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 oh, coconut oh no cd oh yeah that's right oh out pops a cookie <laughs> <laughs> oh, compact disc! Oh, hey, that's what I was. That's what you're think. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, is he charitable? Well, I mean, he brings the mystery date game, so yeah, perfect. And, and the weenie the whistle, weenie whistle, yeah, perfect. Okay, so good marks. Ed Asner's elf. Because he got a glint. Not really. Not really. It's kind of curmudgeoning. He is um, kind of curmudgeoning. Actually, yeah. Um, his beard's kind of wispy, actually. It's fine. It's okay. It's an okay beard. He looks pretty good in red, though. Ed he does. Asner he does. Rocked, he, he rocked the red. Yep. He's unknown if he's good with kids, actually. We don't really see him interact with children. But just Buddy, really. Yeah, and, um, and Buddy's, I mean, his brother. Yeah. I would say that he's earnest, but maybe not in the way that Santa is supposed to be earnest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't listen to Leroy. Don't listen to Leroy. He doesn't have any feet. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in New York thousands of times. Like, but also he's like never really revealed the truth to Buddy at all. Right, right, um, right. True. Yeah, and I would say that he's charitable. Like, it's, yeah. it's charitable enough. But you know, certainly by the end, he obviously gave Buddy a place to live. Mm-hmm. So he's quite charitable. But in all the ranks, Tim Allen is a better Santa Claus than Ed Asner. I so would agree. Get out of here, Ed Asner. You, you know. Television legend. R.I.P. R.I.P. Okay. All right. So um, Tim Allen lives to 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 be Santa another day. Uh, well, let's go on to another round here. We have Richard Attenborough from from the '90s Miracle on 34th Street versus Alec Baldwin from Rise of the Guardians. I have not seen Rise of the Guardians. Okay, I'm gonna make this really easy then. Yeah. Not Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, which is actually a really fun Santa Claus, but he's more like burly Axeman Russian Santa Claus. Like he's like, yeah, he's like giving and he's actually got a really good glint and all that stuff. But he's he's more a characterization of like a superhero Santa Uh. instead of like what you would classify as a traditional Santa Claus. Burly Russian Axeman. I don't know. I don't understand how that doesn't win. Really? You sure? You sure that, that, I mean, that doesn't win? If they were all, f- <laughs> truthfully, if they were all fighting, he would win. Okay, like, okay, there's fair. no doubt fair. he so would actually be the winner. If it was, it was Bloodsport, there is Alec Baldwin's okay. Santa okay. Claus. Um, but uh, 
No, it's absolutely Richard Attenborough. He's okay. got the glint. He's yeah. jolly, and we'll talk about him as we go on. Yeah, that, uh, that, that makes perfect sense. All right, give me your next one. Kurt Russell from the Christmas Chronicles versus John Call from Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. I've not seen either of these. Me? Not in their that's, entirety. That's, me either. I, I, I kind of put them on as jokes in their own way because I've seen Kurt Russell. I've seen a picture of him in the Christmas yeah, Chronicles I've as seen Santa. Footage. I've seen trailers and stuff. And then I saw. I've seen part of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians because I was at a Christmas party at a friend's house a couple of years ago, and he put this movie on in the background. That's awesome. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's horrible, but like oh, you know, terrible. in a mystery science theater kind of way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and give it to Kurt Russell just from the little information that I have. <laughs> Same. Actually, yeah. his beard is top quality, and he's yep. definitely got a glint in his eye, and yep. that's really all I was basing that off yeah. of. So definitely Kurt Russell for the Christmas Chronicles. All right, right No on. problem there. All right. That's an easy one. Um, yeah. Let's move on to James Cosmo from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe versus Stan Francis from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer animated special. Okay, I'm going to make this really clear also as well. Not Stan Francis. Not Stan Francis. Because he is the meanest <laughs> Santa. He is <laughs> the worst <laughs> Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And besides, uh, nobody like, likes a skinny Santa. You know, No one likes a skinny Santa. Yeah, so he's not round enough. Actually, that wasn't on our list. He's. I guess they can go... He, there's no shaking his belly like a bowl full of jelly. Mm. It ain't going to happen. Mm. Um but, like, he's not really charitable. He's like, oh, i got to cancel Christmas. Like, uh, oh, well. Yeah, yeah, um, like... But also is like, your son is weird. Cover <laughs> yes, that nose up. Terrible. And he is the actual worst. Yeah. And I love, love his song. Jingle, jingle, oh, yeah. jingle. You will hear my sleigh bells ring. Um, so I guess he's got good sleigh skills, actually. Yeah. Not great yeah. sleigh skills, though, because it's not as great without like, Rudolph. He's been doing this for how many years? And it finally was like, oh, no, it's too dark and I can't see. Like, like really? Come on. Yeah. Shut up, Stan Francis Rudolph. <laughs> um, Stan Francis Santa. Yeah. Uh, James Cosmo's Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, we'll talk about when we get to the next round, okay. I think. But, okay. Um, you know, so we, so we don't duplicate anything. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Hey, speaking of duplicating, we are uh, duplicating, we, duplicating, duplicating. We have another. That was my Aladdin reference. Oh my gosh! Wow, thank you. Wow, <laughs> amazing. Um, we have Buzz Lightyear versus Woody. We have Tom Hanks from the Polar Express. Oh, versus, that's so fun. <laughs> versus Tim Allen from the Santa Claus. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, so I might have said this on the podcast before, but I think the Polar Express is a Terrible film. Ooh. I love Polar Express, the original book. It's yeah. a gorgeous book. It's a beautiful message. Um, all it's, of it is stunning. It's the been movies, a long time since I've watched the movie's it. It's scary. It's the dead eyes of the movie. And it's just a little, it's a little, look what we can do instead of like a solid yeah. narrative. Yeah. Um, is that Zemeckis? Yeah, Zemeckis. Yeah. Because yeah. he was going through that phase at that time where he was like, everything was this 3 capture stuff yeah that... which i actually really like his beowulf that's oh, yeah, a hot yeah, take yeah. for the community at large i really like his beowulf and i really like his christmas carol mm, um i really I, I, like, don't like the christmas carol i know a lot of people don't and i i don't like some of the look what we can do part of it but i, I think that the, the essence of it is is really strong the hmm. music is great i think jim carrey is an excellent scrooge that's not the point of this bracket here. We can do Scrooges another year. Um, I would do that. But um, Tom Hanks' Santa 
is actually quite good because I think, of Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Tom Hanks as Santa is really, really good. Um, um, so he's got a... He, I would say that he has got a glint in his eye, but they all have dead eyes. Well, so he yeah, doesn't so have we, a glint yeah, in his yeah. eye. Yeah. So N.A. But, on that one. Yeah. yeah. He is kind of jolly. He's not a melancholy Santa, but no. he's a... He's a comforting Santa. Yeah. Like, yes, he's very like, warm and comforting. Very warm. So warm um, for a 3D image. Mm-hmm. He's got a quality beard. Mm-hmm. Looks good in red. Yep. Obviously good with kids. Mm-hmm. Truthful. He's got good sleigh skills. Charitable. Charitable. He's got all that stuff. He's given all... Like I mean, the Polar Express in of itself is a good charitable act. That's right. Um. So all of that together... Is he better than Tim Allen's Santa Claus? I actually think that he is. I kind of think so, too. And even though it's a he, very brief cameo at the end of the movie, Tim Allen's being Santa is kind of brief at the end of the movie, too. It is. And as fun as Tim Allen's Santa is, he's he's still Tim Allen as Santa. Right. Which he has all of these qualities, but in, but it, Tom Hanks's Santa is actually Santa Claus. Yeah. It feels like Santa Claus far more than Tim Allen's um, for take on the character. Okay, so Tom Hanks advances to the next round. That brings us back to Richard Attenborough, uh, who won the last round uh, against Alec Baldwin. Now he's taking on Mickey Rooney from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, man. that's like a, it, Mickey Rooney Santa also takes a long time to show up because he he's Nick for a very long time. But he's he's got the glint. He's jolly. He's actually got a quality, two quality beards. That's right. Like, his red beard is majestic. It is lush. It is very lush. He looks good in red. They actually make comment on it in the film yes. that he looks good in red. Um, he's good with kids. Mm-hmm. He's extremely earnest. Like, to a fault, yep. he's earnest. He's got great sleigh skills with animal skills. See Hopper for further detail. Yes, that's right. Um, he's charitable. All of that stuff. He's got a lot of... He checks all the right boxes. But it takes a very long time for him to become classical Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. And by the time that he actually reaches that point, he's not... It's not really the focus of the film anymore. And so you don't really see the full embellishment of Santa. Yeah. Yeah, where we're Richard Attenborough, I feel like, is very, like, right out the gate. You know, he is already, you know... He he's already Santa. Santa he's already Santa at the beginning of the movie, right? It's not an origin story in the same right. way. But also, right. I think he brings... I mean, and we're talking about claymation versus a live-action performance, but still, I feel like he brings more of the classic... The, I think the earnestness is really what wins What wins over. For me, I would give it to Richard Attenborough because of, of there is more earnestness and more of like you look at look at him and he like he believes he's Santa. Like that's the whole point of the movie. Because, because he but I, I, I to go after this, so there's absolutely a glint. He's he's got a wonderful glint in his eye. He's he's got a not a mean streak, but he you know, but he's he's a realistic man. Yes. Um, you know, and so but but he is, he can still be jolly. He's got a good beard. Not a yeah. great beard. It's a good beard. Um, it was the nineties. He looks good in red. Yeah, he looks good in red. He's wonderful with kids, more so than anybody yeah. I think that we've talked about so far. That scene with the deaf girl, yeah, you know, where he's like, "What would you like for Christmas?" and like all, it's just like I cry mm. every time without fail mm. because that to me is Santa. Like 
like you can Coca Colaize Santa all you want, sure. but at the heart of the Christmas see the secular Christmas season, that is Christmas. That mm. is Santa right there. That connectivity, um, and so which gives him the earnestness. He's obviously got good sleigh skills. That's the whole reason he gets the job in the first yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, at the at the Thanksgiving Day parade, and of course he is quite charitable. He gives them the house. The house, so freaking beautiful. Um, at the end of the at the end of the movie, and of course, marriage at a midnight after a midnight. Uh, of, of course, of so course. we agree with no marriage license whatsoever. No, well, I mean, the that's... ultimate act of charity. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't pay the De- government a lick details for that, <laughs> for that wedding. Ugh. Um, so yeah, Richard Attenborough wins out over Mickey Rooney, whom I love. I like yeah. Santa Claus coming yeah. down quite a bit, but it's it's not for for disliking Mickey Rooney by by any stretch. No. Um. Let's go back to James Cosmo, who who won over San Francis. He won over the Santa from Rudolph. But can he take on the Santa Paul Freeze from Frosty the Snowman? That's the real what do you question. Think? What do <laughs> yeah, you think? No yeah, problem. I think he totally <laughs> that's can. A decent, that's a decent Santa. He's not as bad as the Rudolph Santa, but he's he you know he brings some of the warmth and he brings some of the the, the j- j- jollity and he brings some of the the earnestness and and you know he's all like he's trying to help him save. Save Frosty, but I don't think it really holds up to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No, actually, James Cosmo's Santa is quite quite lovely, and I think maybe we'll wait to talk about him until the next one since he just won this okay. this round. Um, maybe, yeah, let's go to the next one. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, well, brings us back to Kurt Russell. Okay. And uh, Kurt Russell versus Edmund Gwen from the original Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, well, I want to just just by the nature of like having seen the original Miracle on 34th Street and him being a fairly wonderful man um, and not having seen Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles, I'm going to give it to Gwen. I'm going to agree and give it to Gwen. That movie, Miracle on 34th Street, is one of my, I mean, that original 1947, I think, um, version of Miracle on 34th Street is one of my favorite Christmas films. Watched it for years on, usually on Thanksgiving night with my family, we, we, we would watch it. So like, I have a very, the way that you talk about the 1994 Miracle on 34th Street, I feel about the original and I love Edmund Gwynn. I don't necessarily think he's the best Santa ever. Um, he doesn't have the best beard. He he has a, he has a little bit of a different take. He's much more of a, of a you know, older British fellow. And and it's not necessarily what I think of when I think of like Coca Cola Santa, but he really sells it, and mm-hmm. and just you know he sells it, and just the look on Natalie Wood's face uh, whenever he enters a room, it just just makes it you know it, it sells it, which means that he's he's good, good with, with kids. kids. Yep, I guess he looks good in red. It being a black and white film, it's hard to tell. It's hard to say. Um, um, yeah, but he he absolutely believes that he's Santa, like t- like so deeply seriously. Um, that it makes you believe it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, he, do- so he advances past Kurt Russell, uh, and this brings us now to okay, only a couple more rounds left. So, we've got Tom Hanks versus Richard Attenborough and Edmund Gwen versus James Cosmo. Let's start with Hanks Attenborough. All right. Well, Hanks, we said, is actually a marvelous Santa. He is like he truly hits all the marks. However, he's dead. On the outside. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And that's a huge mark against him, I feel. And so, like, because also his screen time is so so short, actually not, like, how much time, like, 
we we're not we don't get a sense of him as a character the same way that we get Richard Attenborough's. Yeah. And Attenborough really hits all the marks. Um except for maybe the beard quality Hanks is Hanks wins out. But uh truthfully as it's the Polar Express that makes that Santa so good yeah. because of the, the way the story dictates that Santa be, but it's Richard Attenborough that truly makes Santa come alive. Yeah. On Street. That's so, right. That's right. I totally mostly agree because he is alive on the outside. <laughs> so that helps. Um, and on the inside. So I'm going to give it to Richard Attenborough progresses one more. Yes. Uh, one more bracket to the final which round. Leaves us to, this is crazy. I knew it was going to, I feel like it was going to come to something close to this. So <laughs> Edmund Gwen, we just talked about from the original miracle on 34th street. Um, and James Cosmo from Lion, Witch in the wardrobe, whom we have not really discussed yet, who I think is a wonderful little Santa. He is, uh, he is also kind of weirdly the rugged ax man Santa. Cause he like chases them, like chases the kid, the, uh, pregnancy kids down in the snow and he gets out and his beard is, Bushy, like a big bushy beard. It is. Um and uh and he gives them weapons, um, which is why, you know, like which is something slightly different for Santa and everything. And while he's jolly and obviously good with kids and he's earnest and charitable and all of this stuff, he doesn't and there's something about him that's not classic Santa. Um mm. and so even though he actually has all of the qualities that make up Santa Claus in a very short amount of time, he might just not feel like the warm fuzzy blanket that is Santa Claus by uh, by the end. Though I do think that he's actually more like Santa than Edmund Gwen's performance in Miracle on 34th Street discuss. Mm. In some ways, I agree. In some ways, he does have more of, of those sort of classic... Uh, he has, sort of, you know, it's that... that that indescribable quality he has he has some some of that um but he is a little more of a um Mm, more serious? I, I don't. That's not yes. really the word. Yeah, more it's austere. The, I think the situation that he finds that's himself right. in is serious. Is more serious. Yeah. So it, it kind of diminishes his jolliness, right? Um, maybe because it's. Um, they're dealing with life and death situation here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, so between the two, and I'm I'm biased because I I happen to like the the um original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, but I'm I'm leaning more towards Edmund Gwen. But where where are you leaning? I'm also leaning more towards Gwen. Where I agree that he he's a. Sl- more like I'm a British fellow, yeah. Um, Santa, but he is still more Santa than James Cosmo's Santa. Where I'd almost like I would hazard a guess that James Cosmo might be the one to take Alec Baldwin in a fight. Mm, okay, uh, like yeah, yeah, and I Kurt Russell, like those would be the guys that I would say like you could probably win the fight. And so I, um, I would say that while he's good, he's quite good the story he finds himself in does not exactly necessitate the warm blanket of Santa. Yes. So, it doesn't give him the opportunity to be that version of Santa. Nope. It yeah. does not. Yeah. No, that's not that's... a necessary part of the, his character. That part has not come out there. So, so it comes down to the miracle on 34th street Santa's, which I think is actually quite fitting because it is their story. It is actually a story about Santa. That's Claus right. Yeah. And not Santa adjacent. 
Um, and so, honestly, I know this is weird because I prefer Attenborough because of my feelings towards the 34 mm-hmm. and you love the the um, 94 34th Street and mm-hmm. you love the 47 34th Street but you did say that you don't exactly feel like Gwen is the perfect Santa I don't feel he's the perfect Santa because of that he he almost plays it like he's an older British gentleman it's almost like he's a uh a uh, member of the royal family or something you know it's it's like he's a minor yes. royal um especially at that time um um so it's almost like he's the he's the like the uh, who which with the king that that abdicated uh before uh edward yeah um yeah. it 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 feels almost like that like he's he's come down among us and he's like come down with the commoners but uh, but there's something special about him. There's something royal about him. But he's he's among us. But he's very proper. I guess that's that's what it is. He's he's quite proper in a lot of ways. And he's playful. Um, he's good with kids and he's playful. And you know, you mentioned Richard Attenborough with the, with the deaf girl. I mean, Gwen has his his parallel to that scene with the the Dutch girl, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't speak any English. And when he can when he can talk to her, it it like is an eye opening thing for everyone. Um. So he's good with kids and he has a warmth, but he also has a properness to him that is not really what I'm used to in Santa. I have an emotional attachment to him because I think that, you know, because I, I enjoy watching the movie and, and I have nostalgia for it, but it's not, when I look at his performance, that that aspect of it is a little, I don't want to say cold, but it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, he doesn't always exude the warmth. He does when he, when it matters, but he doesn't always exude the warmth. He's a little bit more proper in a lot of a lot of the time that's an excellent distinction all right so here's my i will play the devil's advocate for richard attenborough to which i would say there is a mean streak to attenborough's thing you know where he raises his cane a couple times is what gets him into trouble Mm -hmm. and all that stuff there's he has a hot uh, like a hot-blooded temper within him however this is santa is a man that creates naughty and nice lists and so, like, he is in actually a zone, like, um, like a judgmental zone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's part mm-hmm. of the the role of Santa Claus to play judge, and in some ways, a little bit executioner, right? You know, because he, you know, he decides whether you are going to receive gifts or sure. coal, um, whether where whether you are worthy of his benevolence or you done messed up, son, and so. Like, I think that there, if he's only warm, if he's only, then there is no judgment there. Mm, He can't be. If there's only the love, like, that's not the role of Santa. Like, he actually has to be able to discern whether you're, like, a jerk or not a jerk. And, like, so I think that, I think that there are nicer ways to do it, but this is a guy that frickin' will give you a lump of coal instead of a present if you're bad. So um so I don't think it completely negates I don't think the mean streak completely negates the santaness. Mhm. Um though it is a it can be a mark against him. Sure. And and Edmund Gwen has that too where he he hits the psychiatrist on the on the head uh with uh, with his cane too and like he yeah. so so he has he right. has the the temper as well. So I guess if they both have it but Gwen is a little more stuffy Brit than warm knitted sweater Brit, the yep. Richard Attenborough version. Yep. D- 
does that mean that Richard Attenborough is the greatest Santa Claus of all time? I think, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's almost counterintuitive, but I think, I, yes, I think Richard Attenborough just won our bracket. Richard, Sir Richard Attenborough is the king. He's the best. Woo. I feel like I could have told you that before we did this bracket. Um, well, it, you know, it just so happens that the outcome of the bracket uh, coincides with your opinion. So, yeah. So well, there you and go. Apparently yours, because that's how that's how that worked out. You, that, you, you lined them up. I didn't do anything. Um, I, I mean, I just so, randomly threw them in there. I didn't do any seating or anything. That is um, that's wonderful. I um, this was a lot of fun. Um, and I was actually surprised at how far James Cosmo got mm. um, like I, that. I kind of was, too. I wasn't necessarily expecting that. No, and but some of my favorite Santas or some of the more popular Santas, it turns out, are big fat jerks. Um, <laughs> and that's what I think is that's what I think is so fun that so many of the ones that we remember and like stay within the zeitgeist of Christmas are the, like are like Rudolph's Santa, who yeah. is the absolute worst Santa Claus. Um, but he's kind of fun in that antithetical way. So yeah, it's true. Well, well, Frank, this was very fun. Uh, thank you so much for being here and for being my friend, as always. Thank you for that um, million-dollar plated gold toilet you gave me for Christmas. I very much appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of had instant regrets about that, but uh, you're welcome. Yeah, probably in your bank account, but I'm not giving back, baby. Yeah, well, that's, uh, yeah. that's the way life goes. Um, yeah, yep. no, it was my pleasure. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> sure. Frank, where can the people find us? Uh, you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com uh, or at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. If you want to support the whole network, you can do that at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. You can also uh, find us anywhere podcasts are found on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or what have you. You can, uh, of course, rate and review us in all those places, and we really appreciate those uh, those readings and those reviews, they do mean a whole heck of a lot. Uh, and you can also uh, subscribe and in all those places, as well as you can find us, uh, you can contact us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com uh, or at beerwithgeeks on Twitter. Those would be, generally speaking, the uh, the best places to, to get in touch with us. Fabulous. Frank, thank you so much for being here, as always. As again, uh, thanks for being my friend. Merry Christmas to all of you, and until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>